It's good to have you on the podcast, Rajeshree. Today, RBI Governor Raghuram Rajan announced the RBI's monetary policy. There was a lot of anticipation going into the announcement of this RBI policy, primarily because this is Raghuram Rajan's last policy that he's going to announce as RBI Governor. As a as a swan song, as they would call it, um, how did it stack up? Um, interesting you should ask that, Veer, because there was a lot of expectation and a lot of hype built around it. Um, people were expecting fireworks. I think it was uh, simple. He kept it very plain, very simple, uh, very matter of fact in terms of tone and tenor. He also, I think, wanted to indicate that it's business as usual um, and RBI governors will come and RBI governors will go. Uh, what is important is for monetary policy consistency and for some of the uh, steps that were taken in the past by Reserve Bank to continue. Also, I think in some senses, he wanted to convey the fact that RBI over the past few years has consistently uh, fixed its sights at curtailing inflation and promoting growth and you know uh, helping financial stability in the system and uh, i think he want raghuram rajan wanted to convey uh, the message that the rbi is not wavering from these objectives and so i think his swan song was bereft of any dramatics uh, and he wanted to keep it that way um, I, I also think there is a bit of tradition in rbi where uh, some of the dramatics, the heroics is reserved for the new governor. So, um, you know, looking ahead, I would think that the new governor and whoever it is, uh, when the new governor takes over, there will be a flurry of uh, announcements, which will, you know, in some senses, um, imprint the RBI with his own stamp. So, you know, that's why I think maybe Raghuram Rajan refrained from doing this big bang last policy, swan song, you know, in some senses, he also deprived headline seekers of the pleasure. <laughs> but, um, you know, speaking speaking of the policy, what were some of the, the main uh, takeaways that, that you feel came out of this? So I think his last monetary policy statement rests on three broad legs. The first one is uh, international uncertainty and risk and uh, how there are mixed indications of growth in some advanced economies, but heightening of risk in some others. Uh, for example, um, he finds that the risk to there are you know, uh, new risks arising in the Eurozone, uh, especially in the banking sector, which could hold back growth for some more time. Um, in USA, he finds uh, some slight improvement in payrolls, but uh, there is, uh, you know, I think diminishing investment in inventory, which is holding back growth. Uh, Japan, as everybody knows, is still battling a deflationary cycle. In emerging economies, he sees signs of growth in China, but Brazil and Russia, he says, have mixed uh, outlooks. There is some growth uh, impulses there, but 
um, there are risks also. So on balance, um, he sees the, the continuation of global uncertainty, risk, um, stag somewhat you know some stagnation also. Trade is a big uh, negative uh, factor in his calculations. So that's one leg. The second leg is inflationary pressures arising at home. Um, there are two, three reasons for that. Uh, one is the rise in food prices, especially vegetables, pulses, sugar, and some cereals. Um, with the current monsoons having exceeded all expectations, some of that inflationary impulses may be tempered going ahead. Uh, but uh, what the latest episode of food inflation has done is anchored inflationary expectation in households, uh, which means as a householder, my expectations for the next quarter are that inflation will remain high and my actions will then show or display my expectations. And that leads to a cycle of inflationary uh, pressures building up in the system. Uh, so that's one uh, concern he's uh, highlighted. Then the second concern is inflation arising out of the seventh pay commission recommendations going, uh, translating into arrears in the hands of government servants, which will then translate into purchases of goods, primarily consumer durables, um, some housing probably. And that given the um, capacity issues could it, it may it has the potential to uh, spur inflationary pressures so that's the second leg inflation concern about inflation and the third leg of the policy focuses on liquidity management he the rbi has over time have made and ensured that there is adequate liquidity in the system so that uh, no agent is economic agent is found wanting uh, in making payments in advancing loans so there is no scarcity of liquidity in the system and the governor reiterates that rbi will ensure that there is adequate liquidity in the system in the coming months through a variety of measures so uh, these are the three broad legs on which the latest policy stands and and one of the more um, one of the highlights of it was uh, was definitely the fact that uh, Raghuram Rajan has not uh, put into place any uh, cut on uh, interest rates. Now, I mean, he's he's known to be a prolific uh, warrior against uh, against interest. Uh, you know, bringing down interest rates. Um, what what do you, what's your take on that? I don't think that he's a warrior against cutting down interest rates. I think. Uh, in public perception, this should be corrected because he's a warrior against inflation. And I think uh, he carries the gauntlet uh, passed on to him by his predecessor, Duvuri Subarao, who also carried the same uh, message from his predecessor, YV Reddy. Uh, successive RBI governors have felt that inflation in India is a tax on the poor. And if you want the central bank to promote growth, then you must allow the central bank to combat inflation because without low inflation, you cannot have sustainable growth in the economy. 
So I think he, you, it is it's probably a, a right to call Raghuram Rajan a warrior against high inflation. And I think the current statement also belies some of those concerns that given the slowdown in the global economy, the stagnation in global trade, uh, leading to uh, lowering of demand in India because 20-25% uh, of Indian economy depends on exports. So if uh, there is a slowdown in world trade that impacts Indian manufacturing immediately, then you have uh, inflationary pressures building up in the system. You have capacity issues in many sectors. Uh, and so these are some of the risks at this point of time that could lead to a flare up in inflation. And I think the RBI has selected to keep a close watch on how the inflations, uh, the, the situation on the price line plays out before it takes any call on interest rates. However, to ensure that the financial system, all transactions go through smoothly, there are no defaults, uh, people who want a loan get the uh, loan that they want. Uh, to ensure all of this, RBI is ensuring that there is adequate liquidity in the system. So, whilst it is concerned about the potential of inflation rearing up its head again, it is ensuring that there is no lack of liquidity in the system to stop deals or transactions from going through. So, I think Raghuram Rajan uh, doesn't want to cut rates because it is his last policy. Uh, but there are overwhelming, cons overwhelming concerns on inflation and growth at this point of time. Thank you, Rajeshree. Thank you, Veer.